John, you, you may not be aware of this. You and I are here this week to record a podcast about Garfield, which is a popular cartoon strip. Have we started? From the golden age of newspapering. Oh, okay, so we have started. All right. Mm-hmm. I would say my lips are I mean, I don't know. Have we started? You <laughs> as long as we start. There's plenty of life left for you to learn about Kate Bush. That's not necessarily true. And her 1985 album, Hounds of Love. It's not, it might not be the case, John. This could be my last ever opportunity <laughs> to learn about, about the Kate Bush album, Hounds of Love. Anywho, John, you and I, and anyone, li- no, we're not listening, we're recording. Look. <laughs> how is it still, <laughs> how is there still a question about how this is done? How is that a? I mean, you have to evolve, John. You have to, you have to try new things. Okay. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that is not nearly sexy enough for its cat. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John. Speaking. I I could not be more thrilled to be podcasting with you today. On Monday. Well, no. Here here today, on Monday, March 30th, 1981. Because, John, two special things about today. Number one, my fourth birthday. Yeah. Number two, my fourth ever birthday, John. Fourth one in in time in sequence in time thank you for clarifying it's like what is he talking about sequentially sequentially john i thought you meant like your fourth one like side by side yeah you might have thought you might have thought i meant by in order of the length of the day a hilbert's hotel of birthdays yeah number one john my fourth sequentially my fourth birthday number two on this day in history john none other (laughs) None other than what's his name? William Hinckley attempted to assassinate. Oh yeah, U.S. United States President Ronald Reagan. Unless John, I am misremembering the date. It's possible. <laughs> what time of day did it happen, though? It's hard to know. It might be it hasn't happened yet. It's been, yeah, no March thirtieth, nineteen eighty-one. There you go, March thirtieth, nineteen eighty-one. President Ronald Reagan and three others, three others, John, were shot and wounded by, not William, John Hinckley Jr. Did somebody say William? <clears throat> I said William before. I could not no. remember. You're probably were... thinking of, uh, oh, no, I was going to say William Brady, but that's not right. It's James Brady. No, So you're no, probably was... thinking of James Brady when you said William Hinckley. It's possible I was thinking of James Brady. I might have been thinking of Jan Brady, John, famous from the Brady oh, Bunch. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I think I know what you were thinking. Uh You were thinking of the fact that he is now living in Williamsburg, Pennsylvania, Virginia. Excuse me. Wait, is John Hinckley Jr. is living in Williamsburg, Virginia? Uh, yeah, I think so. 
How do, how do you like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, he was just he was released like a couple years ago. Was he? Yeah. Well, congratulations to him. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. July twenty seventh, twenty sixteen. It was announced. And that yet, Jodie Foster is still at large. <laughs> Jodie Foster no has justice never in the been world. caught. <laughs> she has been. Listeners, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you have any clues as to the whereabouts of Jodie Foster, call the number on your screen now. Noted, <clears throat> noted. It's assa- funny how you, presidential assassin Jodie Foster. You think that uh, you think that they're absorbing this podcast on a screen? That's uh, it seems likely, John. That's I mean, interesting. Well, no, the number is on the screen. The oh, okay. number is on the screen. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Turn. Okay. Turns out the attempt was unsuccessful. And <laughs> damn. damn. And it no, has, that's mean. It presuming presuming that we are recording this podcast in the morning, you know, having just received our newspapers, it has not happened yet. It happened at two twenty seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time, John. It happened in Washington. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. It's wait, did it happen in Washington? Yes, it did. Okay. Happened. It happened in Washington D.C. at the Washington Hilton Hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're not okay. You're not gonna. You're not gonna assassinate the president at a Motel Six. Did you know James Brady died in 2014, according to Wikipedia, as a result of this injury? I knew that <clears> in <throat> the sense that you and I are looking at the same Wikipedia article. <laughs> like it's listed. It's listed under deaths uh-huh. in the info box on the Wikipedia right. page. Uh-huh. I don't know. I knew that I knew that he was like severely injured, and there was like a gun bill named after him. Mm-hmm. As a result, yeah. I mean, it says it says here his death in 2014 was considered homicide because it was ultimately caused by injury. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I don't know. That's, that's a, what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Okay. I feel like you were about to ask me a question. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. it's hard to know. Um, so, John, yeah, okay. Look, I was going to ask you, do you think do you think John Hinckley's going to be able to pull this off? Um, are we talk? Are we still? Are we still talking imagining, about nineteen eighty one? Imagining that it is the morning of Monday, March thirtieth, nineteen eighty eighty one. We're we're. On I'd like to ask you a different question. If okay. John Hinckley, newly, uh-huh. rele- re- newly released John Hinckley, yep. were going to assassinate our current president, uh-huh. which celebrity would be most impressed? Which celebrity would be most impressed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. I think Jodie Foster would, would continue to be impressed. I think <laughs> if there's one tried and true way of impressing Jodie Foster, John... It's assassinating whoever the sitting president of the United States is. But who would be the Jodie Foster of today? I think Jodie Foster is the Jodie Foster of today. Okay, all right. You don't feel like that's the case? I, I was looking for a more creative answer, but that's okay. You know what? We'll just roll it's with not it. We're all, it's keep not going. All about, it's not all about being creative, John. It's not sometimes, it's just, <laughs> sometimes it's just relating the facts. It's just about making noise into a microphone and people <laughs> listen to it. Just the facts, man. <laughs> just Highly objective. Okay, John. That's a great scene in Die Hard 2. Okay. I thought, okay. 
Is there a scene in Die Hard 2 where he says just the facts, man? Yeah, he get he receives a fax at I the feel airport. Like, I feel like you're thinking, oh, that's fun. He receives a fax, and, he, and the lady's like, is there anything else you need? And he's like, nope, just the facts, ma'am. That's fun. That's <laughs> fun. Because I don't know if you're aware, that's a play on words. It's what they used to say in Dragnet. No, it's an original in the line. television show, Dragnet. They didn't, did, they didn't have faxes in the no, 50s. No, they said facts. 50s? Okay. okay. Dragnet, Dragnet was a radio, was... Show, radio show before it was a TV show. Did you I know that? You, I believe you. I did not know that, but I believe you because you have access to wikipedia.com. <laughs> <laughs> wikipedia.org well yeah me. but but i feel like i'm not getting enough credit for knowing it from having looked it up before on the podcast <laughs> i Presumably. feel like i feel like dragnet was a 1960s television series rather than nope. a 1950s i nope. feel like it 50s. was 1960s <laughs> I, I, I just uh, i feel like uh 50, okay i you tell me if you think this is a 60s program first uh-huh. air date december 16th 1951 yep final air date August uh-huh. 23rd, 1959. Is that a standard run for a 60s television show? Well, John, it was ahead of its time. <laughs> now, oh, I oh, remember... Oh, 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 well, you knew that one. Okay. I remember... It's weird. Okay, so I'm I'm agreeing with you now because I'm looking at wikipedia.org. Um, and that's what it <laughs> says here. But I... I could have sworn... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know why I looked this up because I okay. recently watched... The 1946 film The Killers, which features mm-hmm. uh, uh, music by Miklos Rocha. I don't know how to say his name because I've never heard it pronounced. Nope. Um, but uh, he later repurposed it for Dragnet. Really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's called Danger yeah. Ahead. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. It says here it was composed by Walter <laughs> For Schumann. the benefit of listeners. <laughs> um, uh, okay. No, I could have sworn that I used to very occasionally, like I've seen some reruns of Dragnet on, do you remember Nick at Night, John? Do you remember God, Nick at do Night? Do I remember <laughs> Nick at Night? Come on, come now, on. For some of our, our You ask me, do I remember Nick at some Night? Some of our younger listeners may not remember Nick at Night. They remember they the they popular did. children's T- network, Nickelodeon, but they're not familiar with Nick at Night. Yeah, television nowadays just isn't on at night. No, it's true. Yeah. Kid television yes. cannot be had after <laughs> five thirty p.m. Now, I I remember watching some episodes of Dragnet, and I yeah. could have sworn that there were hippies in it sometimes. Well, yeah, no, there are definitely hip. Well, I think they, were, they couldn't possibly have been hippies if the show went off the air in nineteen fifty nine. They were they were beatniks, I think. Okay, I definitely remember hippies, John. They were tripping on LSD. Uh, I'm sorry, the word hippie does not appear in this Wikipedia article. Well, I mean, Wikipedia is the exhaustive source of all knowledge, so... Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, well, well, it was ahead of its time, you know? Yeah. No, that's fine, John. It's fine, and here's what I want to know from you. What I want to know from you is, what are we doing today? Oh, that's right, it's Garfield. Chris, today we're discussing the 1950s television series Dragnet. Which is the 1016th ever. Sweet 16 of our second millennium, John. Our second millennium's Sweet 16 episode. Chris, the word hippie derives from the 1940s. Okay, I'm not disagreeing. (laughs) It kind of sounds like you were. It derives, but it, it was popularized. In the the words hip and hep first surfaced in slang around the beginning of the 20th century and spread uh-huh. quickly. 
Oh yeah, sure. Hep. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, many people today remain hep. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, John. Several... John. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read to you directly from the Wikipedia article, the LSD story. Okay. That's https colon slash slash en dot wikipedia dot org slash wiki slash Sorry, what, which, the underscore which, lsd which transfer protocol story. was that? Could you read that again, please? <laughs> no, I could not. John, the LSD story, and this, yeah. is, this is paradoxical. The LSD story is an episode of the American television series Dragnet that appeared on the NBC network on... Are you ready for this? January Monday? 12th, <clears throat> 1967. Wait, what? Yes, you heard me correctly, John. It aired for the first time on January 12th, 1967. It was written, produced, and directed by Jack Webb, who also starred as Joe Friday. It is sometimes called Blue Boy after a character appearing on it. I distinctly remember Blue Boy. This was the first color episode broadcast of Dragnet. And the first episode of the late oh, the first episode of the later series broadcast. The later series. So there were yeah, two series. Because I'm telling you, like there, it was a radio show in the late '40s. Right. No, yeah. I didn't disagree with that. Okay, because it sounds like you're disagreeing. Well, I disagree with you. I don't. I, I mean, I don't agree. Um, it, boy, Wikipedia really needs a a page for the Dragnet franchise. Oh, here it yeah. is. Yeah, there you go. Radio. Wow. <clears throat> uh, under characters, Joe uh-huh. Friday is the only one listed. <laughs> what about Blue Boy? No, I'm sorry. He wasn't a character on the show. It's a one-man show. I guess I... Yeah. Yeah, yeah what are you going to do? Okay, so there was a radio series. You might not be aware of that. It aired during the 1940s. Uh-huh. And then there were two different... There was television series, 1951 to 59 is the original. 67 to 70 is the revival. And right. Then, and then subsection 2.3 is a thing Webb's Later Years. I don't know what that is. Oh. Are we looking at the same thing? I'm looking at the box at the bottom. No, I'm looking at I'm looking at the uh, Wikipedia. Nineteen eighty nine series, the new Dragnet. Okay, I haven't seen that. Anyway, John, what I want to know: pairing in tandem with the new Adam Twelve, two thousand three <laughs> series, L.A. Dragnet. Man, yeah, how do you like that? Okay, so John, my question for you. Putting aside the issue of the Dragnet franchise and its relation to the attempted assassination of President Ronald Reagan on today, what happened in today's Garfield, which is the 1016th ever? In today's Garfield, have y'all ever looked at a Garfield? I mean, really looked at a Garfield. Not really. Anyway, this is a Garfield that takes place in a car or something. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Today's Garfield is the classic format of three panels arranged <laughs> from left to right. It's a standby format of, yeah. of Jim Davis. In each of them, Garfield and his human companion, John Arbuckle, uh-huh. are in the front seat of an automobile. Yep. John is on the, the left. Garfield is on the... That's car left. John is on car left. Garfield is on car Thank right. You. Yeah. John is in the driver's seat. <laughs> Um, uh, the th- this car has not two 
different front seats, but like one long front seat. It's a bench seat. seat. Yeah, it's got a bench seat. Yeah. Thank you. It's got a single bench seat, which is, I think, a little unusual for It's cars. admirable. It's, I'm not saying it's not admirable, John. <laughs> it's highly admirable. Okay. I admire the fuck out of it. Um, and, they're, and they're there, and we're looking at them head on. And in every single panel, John is holding the steering wheel, kind of clutching it. And yep. Garfield <clears throat> has his, his, el- his, I guess his elbows on the dashboard, and his, his face is sort of resting in his left paw. In theory. Yeah, cat left. Yeah, not, it's not, in not theory he's left. holding his head in the palm of his hand, mm-hmm. uh, but his, it's not what's going on. He can do that because he's anthropomorphic. It's more like his face is glued to his hand. It does look, it looks a little bit like he's staring at his own palm. He's yeah. trying to read his own palm. That's how <laughs> what it looks like. Oh, yeah, that's definitely what's going on, yeah. especially in the second panel. Yeah. Now, are any of the characters saying anything in these panels? No, yes. Chris, there's no dialogue in this one. My mistake. <laughs> if um, there were dialogue, <laughs> it would probably go a little something like this. I'm eager to hear your, your John Arbuckle voice for this. Just week. remember, Garfield, when we get to the farm, you're there to relax. Are you doing Louis Armstrong? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah. In panel two, John Arbuckle continues. I also, John, I want to mention uh, about what you said before. Yeah. Panel one name drop. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. In panel two, <laughs> thank you. In panel two, John Arbuckle continues. I accept Actually, your compliment. I wonder if it was Louis Armstrong. It was almost a Fat Albert voice. Um. <laughs> yeah. In panel two, uh, John Arbuckle continues, I know last time you wanted to be helpful. <laughs> Ellipsis. Is that you doing Bella Lugosi again? Uh, you know, it's hard to know. It could, it could, uh-huh. it's hard to tell. It could be the other guy. Peter Lorre. Peter Lorre. It was clearly not Peter Lorre. No. Um... <laughs> John Arbuckle continues directly in panel three, and now he's upset. And he says, but you do not grow chickens by planting chickens in the ground, exclamation mark. To which Garfield replies. In thought. In thought. It was an honest mistake. Fair. Now, John, my question for you. What do you think of today's strip? Does it stand the test of time? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. Was it disrespectful uh, of Jim Davis to to pen such a flippant strip on the on very day the very that day John Hinckley attempted John Hinckley to kill attempted, the president? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I think John is speaking directly to John Hinckley. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you think? Like, hey, yeah, you on. don't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna impress Jodie Foster by by shooting the president. Yeah, which is an equivalent activity to putting chickens in the ground. It's definitely the subtext. Do you feel that Garfield, <laughs> Garfield, by opining it was an honest mistake, is, uh, um, is is toning down the wickedness of Hinckley's act? 
like apologizing. Uh, yeah. It's an apologia. Yeah, it's a little tone deaf, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, he was just, you know, he didn't know any better. Personal um, responsibility, John. Yeah. If you, if you attempt to assassinate President Ronald Reagan and fail, then you don't deserve to impress Jodie Foster. <laughs> you deserve her condemnation. We, we really should have had Jodie Foster on today. We should have. Yeah, we definitely should have. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like we're about done here. Yeah, I feel like this one's okay. I think we've been very on topic. Chris, you know what's very helpful in this one is the square lines around panels one and two. Mm-hmm. It helps you realize that this is the same car repeated three times rather than three cars side by side. Do you mean the square lines around panels one and three? Did I say, what did I, I meant to say one and three. I think you said one and two, but okay, it one was and not three. a mistake. John, you... Your mistake, very much like Garfield's and John Hinckley's, mm-hmm. honest. Wait, you're saying Garfield made an honest mistake? Yeah, he he tried was tried to plant chickens by by tried to grow chickens by planting oh, chickens in the oh, ground. Oh, yeah, the, but that didn't happen in this. Okay, all right. Yeah, your mistake, like Garfield's and John Hinckley's, honest. Right. Okay, eh, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, Garfield. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What? Um. I'd John, like to know. I'm asking you, okay. listener. I, before we before we end before we end today's episode, which we this, should do. This, soon, mer- this mercifully soon. short episode. Before we end today's episode, John, uh, many listeners may not be aware that you have set up our uh, podcast template uh, spreadsheet here to automatically display summaries of events in history from both <laughs> onthisday.com and takemeback.to. That is true. Neither one of them mentions that on this day, John Hinckley attempted to assassinate President Ronald Reagan. Well, he failed. It's still you a don't... notable event. <clears throat> I mean, I guess so. I mean, according to onthisday.com, the most notable thing that occurred the, on, Chris, on today's Chris, I'm day sorry. is that okay, the movie ahead. of Chariots of Fire premiered. Okay, so by by the by the transitive property. Uh-huh. If 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 the movie Chariots and Fire had had been attempted to have been premiered but failed, you're saying it still should have been on here? I'm I'm saying the they attempted like, They like tried to show it but like the film got messed up. I mean that would be kind of notable. I'm saying the attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan is still a highly notable event, more so than the fact that Chariots of Fire premiered. Which That's one of them saying. is? Which one of them has had a longer impact, though? I never saw the movie Chariots of Fire. Okay, my next question was going to be: Have you seen the movie Chariots of Fire? Also, what is it about? Can you describe it to me? I have not seen it. Okay, you've been. I'm pretty sure the soundtrack is by Vangelis. What's Vangelis? Vangelis? I don't know. Vangelis. What Vangelis. Sorry, I'm not. What, which it's one, one is it? I don't know. Like, dun, 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 dun. like that one, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, look, okay. It's the same guy that did Blade Runner and mm-hmm. some other shit. John, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Vangelis. How do you solve a problem like a Garfield? How do you catch a cloud and pin it down? How do you find a word that means Garfield? A flibberty gibbet, a will o' the wisp, a clown. 
You can support the program by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Why not subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice? Visit the show website, www.beingjimdavis.com. Follow the program on Twitter, at beingjimdavis. Assassinate this podcast to impress Jody Foster. Thank you yeah. for listening, and good night. We'll catch you next time. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.